This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Goldston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. Interested in becoming a member, giving, or submitting a prayer request? Text Give Prayer or Member to 845-254-2445, fill out the prompts, and a member of our team will contact you. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. You know, many of many of we who teach faith are missing it because we're teaching faith on the level where we are instead of teaching people faith where they are or going back to the basics of faith. And because we uh, try to, to teach them based on where we are, a lot of them are not able to receive what you're saying. Amen. So uh, on last week, we, uh, we kind of got back to the basics of faith. We want to get back to the basics of what faith is. I'm not going to try to uh, to go back through all of those all of those scriptures and things that we did, so you can get a copy of the of last Sunday's message on the uh, the basics of faith. Uh, how does where faith come from, and you know, so how do I get it, and how do I lose it? How do I let it go? How do I let it go? You know, most people know where it comes from, how they're supposed to get it, but they they get stuck on how do I let my faith go? How do I make it work for me? So we, we touched on that. And then on this past Wednesday, it was not my intention to do what I did, but I did it anyhow, because I believe the Spirit of God uh, uh, was instructing and directing us to go that direction. And uh, we just, I mean, we just chowed down on some stuff on this past Wednesday. So you need to get the CD. Amen. You just need to get it. We uh, we called it uh, "Incline Thine Ear." Amen. And uh, and it it answered some questions for some people that uh, I, I'm telling you was uh, it, it was very eye opening even to me as I was delivering it because of course Spirit of God is talking to you the whole time. And uh, the thing is that. Uh, the entrance of his word giveth light. And we've left that out of the faith message or the faith equation. And thereby, we've uh, done a disservice to people because people are saying it ain't working. You know, it, it, it just ain't working. I've done everything you said to do. And uh, I, I've tried and I've done this and done that. And it's just not working. But see, we uh, we touched on it on Wednesday as to perhaps why it's not working. Amen. So, Incline Thine Ear is available in the bookstore. 
Amen. And we want to make this a make this a series, so it will be one uh, A uh, or one B in the series. All right. So we want to uh, continue today with Hebrews eleven. Hebrews eleven one. How can you how can you talk about the basics of faith without going to one of those great faith chapters, which of course Hebrews is Hebrews. 11, 1. Now Hebrews 11, 1, it reads this way. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Then we went over to the sixth verse, which says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. That is a lot in that in that sixth verse. We didn't spend a whole lot of time with it on last Sunday, but we want to spend just a little bit, little bit of time here trying to remember that we want to stay with the basics. We don't want to try to get deep. Just stay with the basics. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Faith don't come by crying. Amen. Faith doesn't come by praying. Amen. Faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So the only way you're going to get faith is you got to hear and hear and hear and hear and hear and hear again. Amen. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So uh, then this sixth verse, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Talking about pleasing God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he, God, is and that he, God, is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Too many folk don't believe that he's a rewarder. Amen. Too many folk don't believe that uh, they have to believe that he is. All I got to do is work the process. No, well, that, that's a part of the process. You must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him now watch this a whole lot of folk don't believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him because they don't diligently seek him amen i know there's a god i believe in god but you don't diligently Seek him. He's not obligated to reward you if you don't diligently seek him. I ain't getting deep now. I'm just, I'm just reading the Bible. Okay? Just reading the Bible. It's, it's right there. Not only do they not diligently seek him, they're not looking for a reward. Hallelujah. You got to be looking for a reward. God is a rewarder. He wants to re reward you, but he cannot reward you if you don't believe he's a rewarder. Amen. 
We're talking about the basics. We're talking about the basics. Right, I'm getting ready to go to I'm getting ready to go to the Philippines. They bombing over here, bombing over there. They got the, you know, they got they got them boys over there. In the Philippines, they big in the Philippines. You know, they don't call it Al Qaeda, they call it something else, but they big over there. Kidnapping folk and whatnot. But see, I believe he's a rewarder. Amen. Amen. Somebody come to get me, only thing you gonna get it saved. No, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. That's right. No, no, see, and I ain't scared. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I'm going. I'm going. Got my ticket and everything. Amen. Amen. I'm going. Praise God. Because see, that that's the key. You have to believe that he is a rewarder. If he asks you to do something, he goes before you to prepare the way. He goes before you to protect you. And he also provides the provision for you to go. If there's no provision, he ain't sent you. Well, why? Because he's a rewarder. That's what I got to believe, see? Amen. So we want to we want to believe the part we want to believe and leave out the other part. Where am I losing my stuff? Where's my stuff at? That stuff is well on my head. There it is. All right. Okay. Here we go. Now <laughs> now watch watch this now. We're trying to Acts 14. Acts chapter 14. We we just want to get some of these these basics together here. Acts, the 14th chapter. I'm not even going to get to Mark 11 yet. We, we got to tie up some of these basics. Acts chapter 14. All right, let's look at uh, verse uh, 7. No, 7. Yes, 7, 7. And there they preached the gospel. Talking about uh, Lyconia, Lystra, Derby, these places. Verse 8. And there sat a certain man at Lystra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. Never had walked. Watch this now. The same heard, the same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly, talking about Paul, beholding him and perceiving or noting or realizing that he, the man, had faith to be healed. Perceiving that the man had faith to be healed. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now my hope is my earnest expectation. I'm earnestly expecting something. You cannot have faith first. You've got to have hope first. Hope leads you to the faith working for you. If you don't hope for it, it's never going to happen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Hope has no substance. 
So it is the it, it is merely an ingredient that brings out the substance of faith. But you've got to have hope first. Okay, you got that? you got to have hope. Hope is your earnest expectation. You have to earnestly expect it. You know, it's not just, okay, Lord, what I believe I receive. Thank you, Jesus. Those who hunger and thirst. You, anybody in here ever been hungry? I mean, really hungry. That's what he's talking about. Anybody in here ever been thirsty? That's what he's talking about. You got to hunger and thirst for this thing. Okay? That's your hope. That's your earnest expectation. You got to hunger and thirst after this. And when you hunger and thirst after what it is that you believe. That you believe. That's available for you. That God has for you. That's when you're going to see some results. You have to. Hunger and thirst for it. You have to have earnest expectation for what it is that's been presented to you. Now, your faith will give substance to that. Your faith will give substance to that. I'm taking my time today for a reason. I'm taking my time, see, because you, 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 you need to get this. Because, you know, with, with, with God, Everything is one, two, three, four, five. And you cannot go one, four, five and expect it to work. You're going to get two and three in there. Otherwise, nothing's going to work. Amen. You got to take every rung on the ladder to get to the top. All right? So hope is absolutely imperative. Now, there's a scripture that talks about in Corinthians. Now about this faith, hope, and love and the greatest of these is love. Now watch this. What, yeah, yeah, okay, Lord. What we do is we'll take hope and try to substitute it for faith. I earnestly desire this thing. So therefore, it ought to come. It ain't coming. It has no substance. You can earnestly desire it. You can, I mean, it can be burning on the inside of you like a fire. But if you don't mix faith with that hope, it's not coming. You cannot mix, watch this now, you cannot mix hope and love together and think it's going to give you the faith to cause the substance to come. It ain't coming. And many have attempted to do that. They've attempted to use love. Oh, I just love everybody. It ain't happening. You cannot substitute one for the other. You cannot substitute. Yes, Lord, I'm going to say that. You cannot substitute good works for faith. Good works is a part of the word. Good works are necessary. God wants you to, to engage in good works. That's one of the reasons he created you for, was to engage in good works. But you cannot substitute good works for faith. It's not going to work. And many try to do that. I've talked to people about, uh, even about salvation. You know, and, oh, well, I, I give to the poor. You know, and I volunteer down at, 
at the Red Cross and this and that. They're trying to substitute good works for salvation. And then the Christians try to substitute good works for faith. Pick up on that now. Pick up on it because that's, that's big. That's big. Good works. Good works. Well, uh, you know, I, I go to church every Sunday. Good works. That's, that's not faith. That's not faith. But you try and substitute that for faith. You can get away with that with people, but you can't get away with it with God. You can feel, fool folk, but you can't fool God. He's got your number. Amen. Amen. Now, <laughs> did you find it? <laughs> 14th chapter of Acts here, we were reading uh, the ninth verse. The same heard Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand up right on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Well, watch this. This man had faith. Paul said he had faith. This man had faith, yet he wasn't healed. Oh, you, you, come on. Come on now. This man had faith, yet he, yet he wasn't healed. Many sit in church every week and get plenty of faith. They get full of faith. But faith without works is dead. You faith is action, putting action to what you believe. There's another substitution, believing for faith. Believing is not faith, and faith is not believing, and you need both. See, we, we do a lot of substitution, and we, you know, we, we sound good to the brethren. We sound good to the sister at church, you know, but there's no, but there's no fruit. There's no fruit. There's no fruit because there's no faith in action there. Faith without works is dead. It's dead. This man, who's a Paul, perceived that he had faith to be healed. He had faith, but because he had faith without works, he was still crippled. He was still crippled. Paul, perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand upright on your feet. And the man leaped and walked. Why did he leap? How come he leaped and walked before Paul said something? He had the faith. He had the faith. He had the faith. You ever hear somebody, I got faith. I know I got faith. Yeah, you got faith. It's dormant. It's dead. It's useless. It's of no value. You're full of faith. Maybe you need an enema. Amen. Amen. At least it'll be moving then. Amen. At least it'll be moving. At least it'll be doing something. Because, see, faith requires action. 
faith requires action. Faith requires action. Faith comes from God's word. I believe what you said. Whoop de do. The scripture says the devils believe and tremble. What does that mean? You're believing it doesn't do a thing for you. Believing is an act of your soulish man. The soulish realm. Anybody can believe. I say anybody can believe. What do you do with what you believe? And where did you get what you believe? Faith is based on God's word. It's not based on your encyclopedia. It's not based on your professor. I'm going to say something right here. I feel it rising. <laughs> Faith is based on the word of God. Brother Hagin used to tell us all the time, don't go preaching what Brother Hagin said. Preach what the Bible said. And when you, watch this now. You can use scripture and say, Brother Hagin said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, and it will not work. I'm talking about faith basics now. I'm talking about faith basics. You can go out there saying, well, Bishop said so and so and so. It ain't going to work for you. It ain't not a twit. Will it work? It will not work. It's got to be based on God's word. That's why he said, let this word not depart from your eyes. Look at my word. Don't just quote what somebody else said. Hallelujah. Well, I'm tying a whole bunch of things together here because I'm trying, I'm trying to stay with the basics because you can get deep with this stuff, but I don't want to. Hallelujah. The word says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Faith requires doing something. You can talk all day long about what you read in the word, but until you get up and act on it, it'll do you no good. I said, it'll do you no good. Now watch this. You all see these suits and stuff that I be wearing and all these, these, these diamonds and all that stuff and whatnot. You're just diamonds. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a I have a a word for you. Everybody look for a word? I got a word for you. This is not to impress you. Hear me now because this, this is critical. This is critical for your understanding. This is not to impress you. This is because uh uh Second Corinthians five, I think it's around the twentieth verse says, We are ambassadors. We are ambassadors. So I'm doing, I'm doing this. The clothes I wear and the car I drive and the diamonds I wear and all that stuff, that ain't to impress you. That's to represent him. See, that's where people get messed up with the prosperity message. See, they think, oh, you're just trying to impress me. Oh, you're just trying to show off. You're just trying to show off. No, no. It's about me. It's about who I represent. That's putting your faith to work. Listen, this stuff ain't cheap. And guess what? Neither could I be cheap. Cheap is good. I enjoyed it. 
Good. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Keep it in your pocket. Take it out every now and then. Count it again. Oh, glory to God. Look at here. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> but see, if I believe 2 Corinthians 5.20, that I'm an ambassador, I got to dress the part. I got to wear the part. I got to travel the part. I got to act the part. Because faith without works Can I get an amen? Can I get a better amen? amen. All right, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's what it's about. And a whole lot of folks get the wrong idea. They get the wrong. No, I'm just trying to follow the Bible. That's all. I'm just trying to do what he said do. You go back to the Old Testament, and he told he told Moses and Aaron and whatnot. This is how I want my priest to break to dress. He said, "You get the best." You get the best fine linen and purple and, and, and you get these precious stones and whatnot. Why? Not because of them, because of who they were representing. That was an act of their faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. See? So, see, I'm trying to give you practical faith lessons. Amen. And you know you're going to be persecuted. Ain't about all that. What do you need that for? He don't need that. I mean, you, uh, Ford will take you to the same place to escalate, Will. The word says, with hundredfold blessings come persecution. Amen. You know it before you go in. You're going to be persecuted. Amen. They ain't going to like it. They're going to get angry at you. Like that knucklehead in first class. He was upset because we was up there in first class. I said, you couldn't even, how you going to be upset if I wasn't up here? <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> Think about it. Amen. You couldn't even be upset if I wasn't up here. And besides that, think about this for a minute. You up here. Oh, what about all them poor people, you know, in, in, in Harlem and whatnot? You been to Harlem lately? Amen. Amen. I try I have to give him some word and help him out. But the brother needed help. The brother needed help. I had to give him some give him some word, help him out, you know. So look here, you know, so and so and so and so and whatnot, you know, and hey, hey, and this is the word of the Lord and blah blah blah. Yeah, well, I, I just, I just can't, I just can't square up with that kind of stuff, you know, you know. So I say, hey, 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 wait a minute, I got a question for you. I've ridden first class before, and I've ridden with the rabbi. <laughs> oh, well, that's different. Oh. I said, oh, that's different. I said, tell you what, let's talk about peanut butter. He said. Peanut butter. I said, yeah, let's, yeah, let's talk about something you know about. Because <laughs> you obviously don't know nothing about this. There was a brother sitting across from me. He was a, he was a basketball player, a pro basketball player. He said, <laughs> first first lady was sitting next to him. You know, she came over. I was sitting in another, another area of first class. She came over, got me. She said, you got to go talk to this man. <laughs> Enjoying myself, see him. 
I got to go talk to him. I'm minding my business. She's been back there trying to talk to him, and I guess he tied her up in knots or something. And I went back there, and I <laughs> put the Zorro on the brother, you know? I said, let's talk about peanut butter. And I said it loud, too. He said, peanut butter? What are you talking about? I said, let's talk about something you know about. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> hallelujah, let's get back over here, let's get back over here. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Turn please to 2 Corinthians 4, 2 Corinthians 4. Glory to God, hallelujah. Faith basics, faith basics. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to his holy name. Now, we remember Mark, uh, 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 yeah, 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 okay, Lord, I'll say that, I'll say that. My God, okay, all right. <laughs> I was going somewhere else here, he brought me back over here, okay. Uh, you remember Mark eleven twenty two? 22? Yes. Have faith in God. Now, watch this now, watch this, don't miss this. Have faith in God. Other translations have it, have it spelled out this way. Have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. Have the God kind of faith. Wait a minute. Like Dr. Price always says, I go by as much what the word doesn't say as what it does say. If that says have the God kind of faith, that means there's another kind of faith out there. It is a false faith. And some folk tell you, I, I know I have faith. Show me, show me your faith. Show me your faith. I want to know what kind of faith do you have? And you need to know what kind of faith that you have. Because the God kind of faith that the Bible is talking about is the faith that is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. It is the surety. It is the title deed that what I earnestly hope for and believe based on the word of God is mine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Remember, I started off by saying that uh, this, this message is born out of uh, something that the Lord said to Brother Hagin years ago, that uh, don't try to teach people faith on the level where you are, because they're going to mess up, because they're going to try to do what you did, and they're going to fail. Amen. And then they're going to say, oh, that faith stuff doesn't work. I tried it. Well, see, the difference is they tried it. I did it. I say again, I did it. I did it. But there's a strange thing about faith. You cannot rest on your laurels. I don't care what you accomplished yesterday. The Lord said, let's go again today. 
That, that, see, that's that's a real faith. See, that that's a faith that we don't we don't talk about. A faith that we gotta keep moving on. We gotta do the next thing. We can't just sit back because oh look what I did and you know and keep and keep rehearsing that over and over. When when I rehearse these things, I rehearse it based on something new that I'm doing. Yeah, I talk about getting this building and, and all that stuff that I did as a faith lesson. But then we moved on from there. Well, yeah, we done, we done moved on from there. We done moved from polyester on too. Amen. We 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 done, we got the Corvette sitting in the in the, in. Amen. And you got to keep moving. When you do this, God said, "Okay, wonderful, let's go." Because I'm a rewarder of them who diligently seek me. Ooh. Okay, Lord, now can I go back with what I wanted to do? Thank you very much. Respectfully. Okay, Mark eleven twenty three. You You hold your place there in 2 Corinthians 4. Say, so hold your place there. Go back to Mark eleven twenty three. 23. Time is getting away. All right. In Mark eleven twenty three, Jesus spells out the God kind of faith. He says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Two things I want you to see here. Number one, from 23, you don't say a thing in the world about praying. He's talking about faith by saying. Faith by saying. Faith by saying, faith by saying. And then in Mark eleven twenty four, he's talking about faith by praying, faith by praying. Now, remember in James, it talks about if any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. Let him pray over him, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. That's the prayer of faith. That's the prayer of faith. There's some Christians don't know what the prayer of faith is. When you say, what is the prayer of faith? Oh, glory. <laughs> what is the prayer of faith? I feel him in the house. You prayed the prayer of faith? Okay. Uh, no, no, now it sounds funny, but people have done that to me. People have done that to me. They don't even know what the prayer of faith is. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Just lay your hands on me, brother. Just lay your hands on me. But what about the prayer of faith? Mark eleven twenty four is the prayer of faith. Read it. 
Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. That's the prayer of faith. That's the prayer of faith. If them happens to be healing from my body, that's the prayer of faith. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And if he's committed sins, the Lord shall raise him up. That's the prayer of faith. You want somebody to pray over you for, for healing? Tell them, pray the prayer of faith. What's that? Come here. Here it is right here. Put your hand on me and say this. Don't say nothing else. Don't say nothing else. Read that over me and hush. Because folk don't know what it is. And these, are, these are the basics. You're supposed to know this stuff. All right? Now, you, did you help hold your place over there? And, uh... All right, 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Watch this now. Talking about the basics of faith. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Do you see that? If we have the same spirit of faith, it's according as it is written. It's according as it is written. Faith is based on God's word. Not on what you want to happen. So you have to find scripture that promises you what you want. According to that which was written. Because if I'm going to have the same spirit of faith, I have to do it the same way. He said, have, the, have faith in God or have the God kind of faith. Now, what he said? Yeah. All right. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe. Oh, okay. Come that believing again. Here come that believing again. I got to believe. I have to have an earnest expectation. And therefore, have I spoken? We also believe and therefore speak. In other words, we got to believe first, then speak. Until you believe, shut up. Until you believe, just hush. Did you get me? We therefore believe and speak. Focus speaking a whole lot of stuff they don't believe. And they say, oh, that faith stuff don't work. It's working perfectly. It's working perfectly. It's working perfectly. Wednesday would fit right smooth in here, wouldn't it? It fit right smooth in there. Just, just right smooth in there. Get the tape. Get the CD. Anyway, having the same spirit of faith, we speak what we believe according to what was spoken. According to what was spoken, 
are according to what was written. I'm saying both ways because some words we receive directly from God to us, to our spirits. And God's spoken word to our spirit has just as much authority as his written word. Nowhere in this Bible does it say, Gary, go to Harlem. It ain't in here. I was in Queens and enjoying it. I have to pay no tolls. Didn't have to worry about no place to park. Driveway. Garage. Front of the house. But he said go to Harlem. Now that's what was spoken. But I had to act on what was spoken. I could not stay home and say, I believe that, Lord. Oh, come on. Come on. I couldn't just sit there and say, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I believe every word you said. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wait a minute. Ooh, glory. I believe it. And stay in Queens. Oh, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. So I, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. That's believing without putting action to the faith of the word that you heard. Having therefore the same spirit of faith. The same spirit. Now watch. Watch this. Watch this. My time is almost up. Let me hurry up. Okay. We having the same spirit of faith according as it is written. I believed. So I got to work on my believing first, right? And therefore have I spoken. I got to believe first. I got to believe what was written or spoken. Then I have to speak it myself. We also believe and therefore speak. Now look at the 18th verse. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal or temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you know that if you're in faith, you're dealing with the unseen. You know that if you're in faith, you're dealing with the unseen. I said you know that if you're in faith, you're dealing with the unseen. Why do we get discouraged because we don't see anything when we ain't supposed to see nothing? If you get discouraged because you don't see anything, that means you got to go back to the believing part. You didn't get the believing part right yet. Because if you got the believing part right, you wouldn't worry about what you didn't see. Because you do the, believe, the believing part to get you to the faith part, and the faith part, you ain't seeing nothing. <laughs> oh, I love this stuff. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. See, it'll get you out of your, it'll get you out of your comfort zone. It'll get you out of your comfort zone, see? See, time, just by the time I come here, Wednesday, Friday, whenever, I got to believe for a parking space. I get tired of believing for a parking space. Say, Lord, why can't we just buy one? So without faith, it's impossible to please me. (laughs) 
Lord, I don't see a spot. Good. Good. You're pleasing me. <laughs> Amen. See, see it's, it's comfortable. You know, where you can just pull up, you know, and just get out and, and go on in the house. See? <laughs> what you... Okay, see, you, 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 if you're going to move into the realm of faith, you have to understand that seeing is not a part of it. Because when I, once I see it, what I got to believe for? It's already there. And watch this. And once something is already there that you believe for, it's time for you to believe for something else. That's why I say you can't, you can't go back. You can't go back to the house. You can't go back to the car. You can't go back to the money. You can't go back to the other stuff. That's already done. What you believe in now? Lord Jesus. I mean, this just get right ugly. <laughs> Amen. And we're just talking about the basis. We didn't get deep. We didn't get deep. See, God, God been telling me some deep stuff. And I, I, I preach a little bit of it, and I'm almost sorry I did. Well, really, really, I am. I'm almost sorry I did. Because, see, I believe it. You know, people say, hallelujah, glory to God, jump up and down. And it went right over their heads. They didn't know what in the world I was talking about. Okay, didn't know what in the world I was talking about. Okay? But, I mean, it was just, I was just so full. You know, I just, I just had to get it out. But now I'm, I'm wondering, Lord, what did I do? You know? I mean, just like the last thing he said to me, I didn't tell you all of it. I, I just told you one little part of it where he said, I want you to extreme believe now. Remember I told you that? Extreme believe. Extreme believe. My God, that, that's, that, that's awesome. You know, when, you, when you're going to, when you're going to, that's believing for the unbelievable. Did you hear me? That's believing for the unbelievable. Therefore, can't believe for what's believable. Y'all get that by the night, see? By the night, you'll get it. You'll you get it, see? But, but, but he, he's telling me to move on to believe the unbelievable. Believe that which has never been done before. How do you believe for something that's never been done before? It's never, if it's never been done, you don't see it. You don't see it. You don't see it. You don't. See it. You don't See it? That's how you believe it. That's how you believe it. That's how you believe it. Oh. So. All right. My, oh, my time. My time. Okay. Verse 18. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. How do you look at something that ain't seen? How do you look at something that's not seen? Internally, 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 branded on my spirit, internally. He said, that's what you look at. Don't look at the scene. Look at the unseen. Unseen by other folk. Oh. <laughs> but I will show you and I want you to believe it. He said, well, well, that, that's impossible. Oh, really? Do you remember Noah? Build a boat. What's a boat? It's going to rain. What's rain? 
Come on. Everything. Listen, everything. Everything. When you're talking about faith, everything goes back to the book of beginnings. Believing the unbelievable is doing what Noah had to do. One no such thing as a boat. Build me a boat. Boat. What's a boat? Build me a boat because it's going to rain. I believe it. Just start hammering. What you doing? I'm building a boat. What's a boat? I don't know, but I'm doing it. <laughs> well, what you doing that for? Because it's going to rain. What's rain? That's what God wants you to get into. That's where he wants you to go back to. He wants you to go back there. He wants you to go back to the unbelievable. Where you're going to be persecuted. Where people are going to call you crazy. Where people are going to say you are out of your mind. Nobody does that. Nobody's ever done that. That's never happened before. It's going to happen now. It's going to happen now. Just watch it. You just watch it. You just hide and watch. It's going to come to pass. When the Lord said to me about a cutting edge ministry years and years ago, he said, well, when, 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 you know, it's been happening all along. But watch this. I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. You're in faith. Because what I'm doing, you can't see it. The whole time Moses was growing up in Pharaoh's household, he couldn't see. He couldn't see what God had for him. Watch this, watch this. At 80. At 80. At 80. A lot of us want to give up at 30, 40, 50. They just give up, you know, throw in the towel. 60, what? Throw in the towel, it's all over. Go lease you a box. I want that to settle in. I want that to settle in. See? Just because you can't see it. Now watch this. It's very, and then I'm going to close. It's very, it's very important what you say while you're not seeing. It's very important what you say when you're not seeing. Because you already heard what he said. And he expects you to operate based on what he said, not on what you're seeing. So you got to be very careful what you say when you don't see. I'm talking basics now. You got to be very careful what you say when you don't see. I've said things to people over the years. And he ain't see nothing. And then lo and behold, one day, <gasps> the light comes on. The light comes on. <gasps> oh, my God. But it's important what you say. When you're not seeing. I want to leave you with that thought. I want to leave you with that thought. What you say. When you're not seeing. It's all important. It's all important. It's very important. 
Now, I said I was going to give you a, a, a word on that cheerful giver. Remember I said that? During the offering? All right, five of you remember? Okay. I said, I'm going to give you a word on that cheerful giver. For without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The word says that God loves a cheerful giver because God is looking at you. Do you believe what I said? If you believe what I said, when you give, you be cheerful about it because you're giving based on what you can't see, but you're believing what I said that down the road, down the road, you're going to receive the reward. If I believe that, I'm going to be very happy. I'm going to be a very cheerful giver because I know payday may not be tomorrow. Payday may not be next week. Payday may not be next month. But payday has got to come. See, I, that's, that's why I can be a cheerful giver. I'm talking about how faith works now. I'm talking about the faith basics. See, when I give, I'm a cheerful. That's why we get up and shout. Say it's offering time. Hallelujah. See, I'm, I'm cheerful about my giving. And that's what I got to demonstrate to God that I look not because to look at it, it looks like I'm giving this away. It's going. It's going. It's in the basket. The usher got it. Where they going? Yeah, yeah, see, because, because when you don't believe, you're not a cheerful giver, you see it as a loss. It's a loss. I'm just costing me. No, it's not costing you. If you believe, you know that this is a seed that's going to bring me a harvest. You know that this is a seed and that seed has to come back 30, 60, 100 fold. It's got to come back. I, I, I believe that. So I'm a cheerful giver. When you see a sour giver, they're not believing. There is no faith. And perhaps it'd be better if they keep it in their pocket. Go on, eat your seed, because it's not going to do you any good. Trying to do it the way you're trying to do it. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, Lord, it's so hard to stop, but I know I got to stop. Do you know, watch this now. I, I almost put a message together about this when the Lord showed it to me. Do you know? That everybody, well, not everybody, but these particular individuals that God used, Daniel, David, Joseph, Moses, every one of them, he took from the bottom. 
Watch this now. Watch this now. I'm, I'm about to hit you with something. I'm going to close the book and, and turn it over to Mother Love. Every one of those individuals, Daniel, David, Joseph, Moses, and these are some of the most uh, easily recognized names in the Bible. He took them from the bottom. Now watch this now. We always, we always want to say that, you know, he took them to the top. But wait a minute. He not only took them to the top. Remember how God operates. When he delivered the children of Israel from Egypt, all of those plagues were Egyptian gods, whether you know it or not. They were all Egyptian gods. He used their gods. He used their gods. I mean, the, the River Nile. I mean, they, they worshiped the River Nile. Oh, yeah. Frogs? You still see. You go see like Tutankhamun and stuff. They got them little golden frogs. Something like that. You know, that was some of their gods. Okay? Now, watch this. God is so awesome. Every one of these four men, he not only took them from the bottom, he took them right to the seat of government. Think about it now. He didn't just make them big in the church world. He took them right to the seat of government. Sitting next to Pharaoh. Don't miss that. See, he, he, he not only elevated him, oh, you're going to be a great apostle. Oh, he said, I'm going to do you one better. The very people that hate you, the very people that try to control you, I'm going to put you right in the center of government, and you're going to rule and reign right from there. Pharaoh, two times, made his number two man somebody that was serving God. And he was giving orders to the folk that hated him. Now, 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 I'm saying that for a reason. Don't be surprised. Don't be surprised in these last days when you see folk, ministers of the gospel, number two to the president, number two to the premier, number two, watch this, watch this, number two to the emir. Some of that's happening already. There are some Arab leaders who are married to Christian women. And you might rule on the throne. But when you get home. <laughs> mother in charge. Mother pulls the strings. Mother tell you what going to be and what ain't going to be. And they listen. But you watch. Because see, God doesn't change. And if he did that before, he wants to do it again. If that's his, his modus operandi, that's what he going to do. Now, wait a minute. Now, he showed me that for a reason. Because remember, according to that which was written or that which was spoken,
I believed, and therefore have I spoken. So once God tells you something, hallelujah, hallelujah, oh my, what has he told you lately? What has he said to you lately? While we, I'm just talking while they're preparing. While we are so busy with our everyday stuff, God is working things. While we're so busy getting upset with Fred and Mary and Jack and Jane and all these other ones, while we're so busy getting upset with them for what they're doing or not doing, God is orchestrating. God is moving things. God is preparing things. God is preparing you for what you cannot see. For what you cannot see. He's getting you ready to seat, be seated right at the right hand of government. But see, you have to hear that, see that, Believe that and then speak that. Did you, did you hear me? Did you hear me? That's what you have to do. And he'll take you there. I said he'll take you there. He'll take you there. I'm ready to go. I said I'm ready to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.